Hey, Kansas City, you're listening to Real Humans by Gina Kaufman, a podcast from KCUR Studios. On this episode, the man whose murals have been talking directly to the people of Kansas City, Kansas since 1996 is at it again. This is the story of Lucky Easterwood and his new painting. On Parallel Parkway, winding through Kansas City, Kansas, a squat brick building stands alone at the bottom of a grassy hill. Traffic whizzes past, but this structure, home to a youth boxing center and a pest control business, is in a pretty quiet spot. For drivers heading west from Kansas City, Missouri, a big open lot makes it hard to miss the new mural stretching across this wall, a joyful image of two young black children playing in the sunshine. The smaller one, a girl, wears a blue and white striped dress. She's laughing hard, not a care in the world. We see her playmate from behind. The sunlight casts two elongated shadows, and in those shadows, the children appear as silhouettes, wearing graduation caps. Big black letters spell out the words, Brighter Day, up above. The artist goes by the name Lucky Easterwood. And this image... There's always a brighter day. That's just how I see it. He made calls and pounded the pavement until he got permission to paint this scene on this wall. I had to have a big wall (laughs) because there was a lot going on. Brighter day isn't selling anything you can buy, although it is advertising something in a sense. Lucky used to paint billboards by hand. I've learned early in my career that you could read letters all day long and it won't have the same effect. You could be hungry and read a menu, but once you see a picture of a hamburger, then you start, you know, wanting what you see. Lucky wants the people who pass by this mural in this spot to walk away craving a future in which they thrive, to the point where they have to have it. He wants to make them hungry for the good life, for themselves in this community. Just paint a picture. Get people started. That's all I'm trying to do, get them started. For Lucky, this part of Kansas City, Kansas is home. He grew up here in the 1960s, raised by a mom and dad who each worked a trade. His dad was a plumber, his mom was a seamstress, and she's the one who started calling her son Lucky, even though his birth certificate says Rodney. I was born on Friday the 13th, and my mother thought it would be a good thing to try to avoid all the negative stuff. The happy future Lucky paints is inspired by his own childhood memories of life along Quindaro Boulevard. He remembers a neighborhood dotted with flourishing businesses and so much foot traffic that a normal day felt like a parade. As my generation got older, moved on, new generation moved in, they didn't quite have the ambiance that we did growing up in this community. When I ask him to tell me more about what it used to be like, He closes his eyes and describes not a sight, but a sound, the sound of laughter, especially on summer days at the Parkwood Pool, a place where people still hung out until pretty recently. That pool has fallen into disrepair. This past summer, it didn't even open. But Lucky isn't discouraged. He's seen things change, so he knows they can change. Oh, it wasn't that long ago. And change happened quickly. So if it was quick to die, then it can be quick to rebuild on Lucky's journey as an artist started when he left Quindaro after high school. 
He learned how to paint signs for a living in Boston. It was 1977, and the world was not yet digital. Lucky knew he had some talent, but he didn't think of himself as an artist. Back then? <laughs> Just making money to survive. Not really having a plan. And after a while, Lucky moved back home to Kansas City with lots of experience both lettering and making images for giant billboards. At the time, most people in the business specialized in letters or pictures, so his versatility put him in high demand. Of the many Kansas City billboards that Lucky painted, he remembers two in particular along I-70. One advertised a red Corvette the year it first came out. And the other one was an ad for whiskey. It had an Eskimo on it with two huskies pulling a sled. Those billboards were really popular. People talked about them. But Lucky remained unknown as an artist. They didn't know it was me doing it because I was working for a company. Yeah, and the company took all the credit. But he says that was fine with him because he didn't think of himself as an artist yet either. He thought of himself as a tradesman. That changed in 1996. That year, he made his first mural at 7th and Quindaro, and he did it in a moment of pain. I hate to call it out so, so graphically, but there were several murders in the neighborhood. One of the victims was his nephew. Bombarded by sensational media attention on the rise in violent crime, Lucky says the neighborhood's sense of itself was changing fast, which scared him. Grief for both his nephew and his community sent him almost instinctively to a wall with paint. He wanted to send the people in his community a different message about who they were and what they needed than headlines at the time had to offer. He painted six black children posing together. A big kid holds a basketball, a toddler blows bubbles, staring at a wobbly sphere floating overhead with an expression of wide-eyed wonder. Yellow letters pop against a solid black background. They say, something to live for. Twenty-five years later, that billboard has faded quite a bit. But it's still there, and still poignant. No one knew that I could paint like that at that time. Anita Easterwood is Lucky's daughter. She's one of the kids in that picture. She's 30 now, and she remembers her dad painting this mural, but just barely. I was only, what, five at the time. Yeah. So... What she remembers clearly, though, is people talking to her for years after that about the mural, what a landmark it is, how important it is to them. I'm sure you should imagine that being a muralist in itself is no small feat. For him to do these things mostly on his own, I mean, that's just something to be proud of. Now, Anita's an artist, too. She works on a smaller scale with a preferred medium of charcoal on paper. But in 2020, this father-daughter duo collaborated on a Black Lives Matter mural. We're both very stubborn. It was a lot of, I think I know better, no, I think I know better. Once they hit their stride, they ended up creating an image they both loved. A crouched figure wearing sneakers and shorts, writing a promise in sidewalk chalk. I will inspire, breathe, learn, grow. It got a lot of attention. It inspired articles, online videos, television news segments. Like her dad's first mural, their collaboration in 2020 was a response to a murder, the killing of George Floyd. Anita is proud of that project. But of all the murals her dad has painted in Kansas City, Kansas, the new one on Parallel Parkway 
is her favorite. This mural, The Brighter Day, isn't connected to any murder. It's simply, it's Black kids living, and that's just as important. That echoes a sentiment her dad expressed when I asked him what a brighter day for Quindaro would look like to him if he saw it. His answer was pretty straightforward. Just people out, just having fun. Anita wishes this mural could get everyone's attention in 2021 the way the last one did in 2020. In 2020, everything was was black. You know, everybody was supporting black businesses and doing X, Y, and Z. We don't want that to be a trend of like, okay, well, we highlighted this person and their story for this time. Black people are always creating work for everybody. You know, like that's not a trend. My hopes would be that people look at Brighter Day as a new chapter for wherever Kansas City is headed. That's her dad's vision, too. He's already hatched plans for several more murals in Kansas City, Kansas this year. His next will be called Rainy Day, and Lucky isn't ready to say where it will be, but it's his favorite. My next one. Always my next one. That's it. Thanks for listening to Real Humans by Gina Kaufman. If you want to see Lucky's murals, go to kcur.org, where the written version of this story includes photographs by Carlos Moreno showing Lucky, Anita, and all three of the murals you just heard about. This podcast is produced by Mackenzie Martin for KCUR Studios with music from Blue Dot Sessions. You can subscribe through Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, any of the usual places. It's based on a column I write every week for kcur.org. Gabe Rosenberg is my editor. I'm Gina Kaufman. And that brings us to the end of this installment. But we'll be back next week with delicious Kansas City cinnamon rolls. So many Kansas City cinnamon rolls. So yeah, don't miss it. Hey, Mackenzie Martin here, the producer of Real Humans by Gina Kaufman. And I just wanted to jump in to say that these kinds of stories by Gina take a lot of work. And they're really only possible thanks to people like you, who listen and support the work we're doing with a donation. Especially right now, since KCUR is in the midst of its end-of-year membership drive. So, if you like Real Humans by Gina Kaufman, consider heading to kcur.org support and becoming a member. Whether you give $10 or $10 a month, it really helps us out. So thanks.